Who here has dealt with imposter syndrome? Yeah, we got this question from uh, some of our viewers because I think like, you know, this is very common these days where a lot of people feel like, oh shit, man, I got the imposter syndrome or like, I'm afraid of getting it or like. Would you describe this doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud? Yeah. It disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Mm. And um, I would say that we're all pretty high achieving. Like we all kind of done stuff that um, others would find accomplishing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And many question whether they deserve, they're deserving of their accolades. Meaning like, do you even deserve where you are today? Mm. Yeah. I feel like I probably dealt with it up until maybe even like last year, I feel like. Maybe two years ago. Because you didn't feel like you were an official fitness guru until Graham Stephan called you one. <laughs> yeah. It was Graham Stephan who called you a fitness guru. Nobody else called you a fitness guru before that. Yep. Only Graham Stephan, yep. Great. Check out those butt cool. cheeks too. Awesome. I love how Graham Stephan didn't even know about JK. And they just basically says, bodybuilder spent X money. And everyone's like, he's JK. I, I did try to warn him, but he would not heed my advice. Hmm. Who, me? Yeah, oh, you, you. Oh, yeah. But you know what's I was funny? like, Bart, you are a fucking fitness guru on Instagram. It's what you put out there. It's what everyone sees. <laughs> but you know what? Half of the comments were JK fans going like, Bart finally got his wish of being a fitness guru. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> no, but uh, even starting when like, uh, I would say maybe even junior high, high school days, where like, uh, when we're like doing like gang-like activities. Gang-like? <laughs> gang-like, yeah, gang you know, not, gang, not actual gang stuff, but gang-like activities. And then I would like, our crew would go around like banging and stuff and I would just see the other ones on the news and it felt like, oh man, we weren't hardcore enough or whatever, especially like, growing up like in Cerritos, right? And That's and then, tough. And then when I came here, when I met real gangsters, <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, this is, I think that's when like, I was like, that's not, not really me. And then, um. You're like, I'm pretend gang gaming. Yeah, yeah cause like, I don't You're know. You're an imposter syndrome, a gang member. Like it did feel like this pressure of like, it sounds funny because it sounds so ridiculous, but it's crazy when you're like in it, right? And you're like, okay, so we've been in the fights, but I never really blasted anyone in the face. I never really like, hey, yo. like, uh, like tied a whole family up and fucking and burglarized the house in well, that still way. There's still time, dude. <laughs> no, you still do. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Over. Hacienda Heights is still there. <laughs> but when you're like, when you're like 13 or 14 in that mindset, like I think even back then, I don't know if that's to do with Asian like parent upbringing or whatever. You're not good enough. You just feel like you're not even good your enough. gangsterism yeah, wasn't good I'm like, enough. Those yeah. ones are fucking way harder, dude. Yeah. What are we doing, fucking sitting around? I never even ran from a helicopter not once. You're like, I only <laughs> sold <laughs> an <laughs> ounce of weed. <laughs> when is it gonna be a pound of weed? Yeah, like when am I gonna go to jail, dude? Yeah. That makes sense, though. I think everybody goes through imposter syndrome. I guess that's kind of the upside of imposter syndrome. <laughs> What's the it saved, upside? It saved yeah, you it from saved going life. full gangster. It saved you from shooting somebody in the face. Yeah. Now he said blasting. Blasting in the face. Oh, hey, oh. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like going on to college, right? Like I go to community college and then I transfer. And when you go there, then you're like, oh, you transferred. Oh, and you're like, oh yeah, that's right. And getting out of high school, like the real people did, you know? Yeah. I just feel like you deal with this. You're imposter brewing. I think you're supposed yeah. to deal with it though. Really? Because I, I, I think, so. I, well, to a certain degree, I think there, it's on a spectrum for everybody, right? You could have imposter syndrome to the point where you don't do fucking anything, right? Where you're afraid to like take that first step. But I think for some people, you need to be thinking about like, am I doing what I need to do? Am I doing the right things? Am I pushing myself hard enough in, in certain aspects of whatever your life is, you know? Yeah. Like for me, like uh, when I first started like coaching people, I had imposter syndrome about coaching. I was like, 
you know, I don't think I can coach people. Like, who the fuck, who the fuck am I? But you have the actual credentials, though. Yeah, but at the time, what you tell yourself, yeah, what you tell yourself is like, why do people want to listen to me? Yada yada yada. But you know, I think how you kind of escape imposter syndrome is just doing the work. But that's like having an MD, and like, why do people come to me when they're sick? Like, you have the actual credentials. Uh, yeah, I think that's what imposter syndrome is. Yeah. is you have you the have right. the credential, yeah. Because the opposite of that, I think, is what I had, which is delusion. <laughs> like, which is kind of fire, though. Delusion? Come to me when there's. I think you still do. Don't worry. I think you still. Sometimes do. I think I wish I need. I had more entitlement. Um, we call it when you don't have the credentials, but you believe you can do better than everybody else. Delusion. Arrogance. A high level uh, arrogance, arrogance, and ego. Yeah. That's what I had. I mean, isn't imposter syndrome in essence just like a almost like a subsidiary of like the grander ego concept? Like yeah. whether whether it be like self awareness or just arrogance, even like everybody does kind of almost like a child, right? You kind of have to like explore the curiosity of your own ego in order to understand where is either too far or mm. where you feel comfortable. But imposter is just I guess the not enough part of it, right? Mm. And you kind of dwell on it and you feel bad about yourself. Like my biggest imposter syndrome, I feel like, comes to every single time I visit my parents. It's like, hey, how you doing? It's, oh yeah, killing it, still doing good, blah, 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 right? And it's not necessarily like a lie, but it's like also like you always put a different type of, uh, maybe a... Spin on it. Yeah, just the way you articulate it, and then I'll be, you know, sometimes leaving and thinking to myself, like, is that really how things are right now? Am I really that good? Yeah. Is everything oh, gonna actually sure. be okay? Yeah, yeah that's you know true. That, that's, that's, I think that's very specific to parents, right? Like, yeah. You also don't wanna worry your parents yeah. either. That's a big part of it too, right? You don't wanna worry anybody. You wanna, yeah. you wanna leave them alone and make them right. feel good. You don't wanna tell them what's really going on in every detail. Especially to your parents. And then you're older now, you know? So it is a yeah. different like kind of way. Like, I think your parents expect you to be some type of way at a certain age, you know? So in your mind, you're probably in your own head like, I don't want to like maybe disappoint them because maybe that's where the feeling comes from. That's but. you're trying to be the kid that you think that they want you to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that yeah, like yeah. a part of a possibility of imposter? I think there's an aspect of that for sure. I think I think a big part of it is also comparing. Yeah. Comparing like because when you get good at something, you you're always in full view, and you can also see the person that's better. Especially and that's so it's hard to fucking put blinders on when you're doing anything. You're like, oh, I know a million people who are better than me at the thing I want to do. So it's like. So then, why should I even do it? That's why some people yeah. who are delusional are fucking amazing because they don't think anybody's better than them, and it's then so they just incredible. fucking yeah. soar, dude. It's incredible. But, but like for athletes, right? You see this all the time where you're like, oh, I could, I could win the championship or whatever the fuck, and you know exactly like, oh, I don't think so as a fan. But that's what they have to tell themselves mm -hmm. to show up every day to put in the work in before they can, you know, get that championship that they're looking for. It's like when you watch any weigh-in, you yeah. know, you like they're both 100% confident, but you already know one of them's gonna get their ass beat. Oh, yeah, there's like yeah, fucking yeah. seven of them. But it doesn't mean he had imposter syndrome. It's like, no, he's doing what he has to do exactly. in order to win. Sometimes that is how you win. Mm -hmm. But then I already know the fucking cure to imposter syndrome. What is it? Like if I was a psychiatrist and I had to tell someone they had it, I'd go, yeah, I'm diagnosing you with imposter syndrome, which, uh, is a side effect of what happens when you accomplish something, so congrats. Whoa, that made me feel better already. <laughs> yeah, wow. No, I'll be like, I didn't blast him in the face, I told you. <laughs> you don't want to accomplish that. I didn't run from helicopters. What part of that don't you understand? <laughs> but, I mean, I Cops don't want to chase me, dude. Joe's like, of course I don't have imposter syndrome. I'm delusional. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, of course I, did. I achieved it. That's not already. the thing I have. I think, it, I think it is a, it's a good though, sign. I think. I think it's a good yeah. sign. If you're struggling with it, that means there's at least something on the table. It means you're at least self aware it somewhat, thank God. Yeah. Right, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. otherwise think, you're del in delusional land. I'm assuming that there's probably a correlation between um, people that have OCD 
and um, imposter syndrome because uh, when you have OCD, you have a heightened uh, sense of uh, you think you're responsible for things that are unrelated, right? So you're very, very uh, responsible. You, you might just like overanalyze something, go like way, way too deep in the rabbit hole and believe like you can somehow cause something that's super big. So you have this slippery slope mindset. And then so if you think that, oh, maybe one day I might be exposed as a fraud and just sitting all day thinking about like, oh, am I even good enough to like be doing this stuff? I think it, it, it might be a trait of, uh, or there's some some kind of, like, I don't know, I kind of see like a trait of those two being related. Well, look, everybody fucks up at something, right? Yeah. So, so then if you know that you fucked up at something, you know you don't have a perfect record, then you know that you're capable of fucking up again. So when you're doing something even well, you can always see like over the mountain maybe, okay, there's some danger lurking, like maybe I'm gonna fuck this up. You just don't know, right? But, yeah. but if you don't, if, but if you if you're constantly thinking about how you're gonna fuck it up, you will. Yeah. So this is such a balance for me. Maybe it's not. A, it's also not so much imposter syndrome, but like when you gain a new identity. Like growing up, I always wanted to be known as a dancer. Like I just want people to fucking know me as that. Yeah. And then when you finally attain that, the fear of it getting taken away is pretty fucking big if you really think about it. You're like, damn, what if it just gets stripped and people are like, man, I thought you were dancing, but you just fucking, you're not dancing. Yeah. Like, that's hard, you know? Like, yeah, I'll think about that, but. I saw a video. You weren't dancing. <laughs> <laughs> not one dance move. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, it's like a thing when, because, you know, like like everyone growing up, it goes through identity crisis. And then yeah. once you finally reach an identity you're happy with, want to hold on to that, you know? Yeah. I get it. That's so God, now I just want to make a Ryanime reaction video where I watch your dances. I'm like, see, that's not a move. <laughs> Let's bring them down. It's the just time. fucking oh, standing look there. Look at this shit. <laughs> Where's the groove? <laughs> we should critique his dancing. Oh Non-dancers critique a dancer's dancing. Oh, okay, so I guess uh, if jumping on your head is a dance move, then I guess the Jackass movies are dance movies. Cool. <laughs> Dude, those are the fucking greatest dancers life. <laughs> Today's video is brought to you by Bebo. Like many people, I try to learn a language in high school, mm -hmm. in college, and even tried like flashcards. I even tried back uh, buying one of those CD-ROM things and then put it in my car. But all of that stuff is the old style, you know? Like, you're in modern times, you gotta learn things fast. The modern way, which is why I love Babbel, because they got classes in short 15-minute segments. And it's pretty awesome too because they're super popular and they sold over 10 million so far. Mm -hmm. And that means a lot of people know and trust Babbel to learn languages from. They have 14 different languages that you could choose from too. Spanish, Italian, German. It's so cool. Yeah, and it's developed by over 100 language experts to find out what's the best way to learn. It's also AI-based, so it's extremely smart. Got speech recognition technology to help you with enunciation. They really thought of the whole thing, so much to the point that they have a 20-day money-back guarantee where you could try it for almost three weeks, and you're like, you know what? I'm not really learning the way that I want to learn. You can get your money back. And it's a really fun, interactive way. Like Bart mentioned, it's only 15 minutes, really, really quick. So you could do this every single day. And the way that lessons go, they're interactive and they're very mentally stimulating, so I enjoy it. Right now, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash off the record. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash off the record. For up to 60% off your subscription, that's a crazy good deal. You gotta go there, man. Babbel, language for life. What's the, what's the difference between 
I mean, obviously there's a difference between, um, but like uh, imposter syndrome versus like, I guess, is, is it related to like insecurity then? I think it's a huge insecurity. I think it was all yeah, intertwined. Huge. I think it is, yeah. yeah. Anything where you question, double, like have to question yourself and think maybe they'll oust me as a fraud when you're not fraud, fraudulent at all. It's like, how do you trick your mind into believing like, oh wait, what if I don't know everything and then the information that I'm giving out there as an authority, I miss something and then now I'm giving misinformation. Like how do you trick your own mind to believe that? That's pretty wild to me. Yeah. Or, you, or you know, sometimes when you're in a place of influence or like, for example, like we'll, we'll teach, you know what I mean, in dance, like we'll go out and we'll like teach sometimes. Sometimes it's actually easier to like give a third party advice than to take your own advice, right? Yeah. Somebody might ask you as an artist or a creative, like, oh, how do you like get by creative block? Or like, how do you do this? How do you do that? And, and when you're given the advice, especially in educational seat, it's easy to be like, oh, you know, like this is what you do, this is what you do. But then when you're in your own session and you run into that same block, mm -hmm. it's not so simple to take your own advice and like that can lead to potentially- Like you're a hypocrite? Kind of a, yeah. Oh, like a that never ending cycle of- Cause I know I have that. For sure, for sure. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I think everybody struggles with that. You know, when, to you're, certain. when you're alone with your own idea, it's very, uh, very vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas when you could be with somebody else with their idea, then you're not vulnerable. You can just you can yeah, that's true. Help them mold yeah. and shape their idea, but it's not yours. Yeah. And it's like hard to look at your own flaws yeah. or things you need to fix. Um, but it's easier when you're critiquing other people. You can, you, you can zoom out. I think it's a bigger problem than it than it is. Also, because people tend to weaponize it against other people. Like they want you to have imposter syndrome because they want to bring you down. Cause like even as a dancer, like dancers do that to each other all the fucking time. Yeah. They're like, man, that ain't dancing, that ain't crumping, that ain't popping, that ain't locking, and all day fucking long, they just say like that's not what it is yeah. to make you so feel like vulnerable to that. Like, oh, maybe I'm not the thing I devoted ten fucking years to doing. You know, like who knows? But it's that's also a big problem is that people use it against each other all the fucking time. Like it's not just an internal battle. Yeah. That shit's external too. But don't we? It makes you second guess yourself when you're watching yeah. anything. Aren't you like? You know, kind of, you can you can choose to shit on it or love it at the same time. And sometimes, if you're in a good mood, you're gonna shit on it. Yeah. Sometimes, if you're your or, or a bad mood, you're gonna shit on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so your headspace is all is all is like incumbent on how you're gonna yeah, react. Definitely. To that. Do you guys feel like imposter syndrome is a phrase or something that you've been hearing a little more recently in the past? Like, fuck three, yeah, I never years, heard of it in my right? whole life. So part of yeah. me feels like, oh, it's probably exacerbated by social media, right? Because I think yeah. it's a feeling yeah. that you've always had. Yeah. But you don't know the word for and it. And it's clinically named now. I guess. I guess. Like, I think. Yeah, you're right with the social media because we're, we're so much shit go viral so quick. So that anything that's met with fast success is like, you'll start to double guess like, wait, do I deserve all this shit? Because oh, yeah. um, I was talking to um, oh, uh, Stephanie Sue uh, when we were, we were on um, a fucking Genius Brain together and then she was talking about how she was dealing with imposter syndrome. And I'm like, girl, you eat food and tell stories on camera. Like, what do you mean you don't deserve to be there? If people like your personality, it's not like you're fucking the best basketballer in the world and it took you so, so many years to do that and you got to pass up. You just, you're just who you are and you created a whole thing behind it. You created a format. That's like, how can you be an imposter of what you create? What if she thinks she was like imposterizing or whatever? Well, I can understand with the social media tip too that Nick's talking about as well, like, um, if I'm having a bad day, I'm not, not the type of person necessarily to post on social media about my bad day. Mm -hmm. Therefore, most people who look You're at not very transparent. Media, 
Whoa. <laughs> yeah, you're fraud. You're making me insecure right now. <laughs> Actually, your bullying is an imposter because you, off camera, you love me. Nah, I don't. That's true. This is a fake front, bro. I can confirm that that's not true. <laughs> Bart actually hates you off camera. But you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody for like a long yeah. time, you end up, especially if you have like hundreds of thousands or millions of followers, like in order to get there, a lot of people aren't overly transparent yeah. with the, the reality of their lives and their right. situation. So I'm, I can assume that opposite, really? in, yeah, in oh, today's yeah. generation. And when you're building a brand too, it's like you got to do things that are for your brand. So like opening up about like your day necessarily is not part of what you do to like maybe bring joy to others. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Kenjas are fucking pussies. They're fucking talking about the day all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it back to Junbi or something. <laughs> I mean, Ju Jimmy's pretty cool though. Is this real matcha? Fucking imposter. It is. Actually. <laughs> it's, it's actually from the mountains of Japan actually. Okay, let's take yeah. it back to Barbell then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, so, uh, the other, the next phase of imposter that I felt... The, the next yeah, part of imposter... <laughs> uh, the next phase of imposter that I felt was uh, when I was in the military, which like, I never deployed, right? But that's not even my choice. Like, the government oh, chooses yeah. units. You never even deployed? I never deployed. You weren't in the military, <laughs> That's why I never really share stories, or I don't think like that's something. I don't even feel like I'm part of the community, even though yeah, I served. I went to I went not. to boot camp. I went to all the same training. I've been at all the bases. I've been to North Carolina, Camp Lejeune. I've been to Camp Pendleton. All bragging these bragging now. He's just bragging. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but I I've still, never been to North Carolina. I still don't feel like I really served just because I didn't deploy, even though it's not even my choice. You know what I mean? Right. So for people that don't know the military, that means like. The government chooses which units are activated, and every every group is in a unit, right? Yeah. And you also have active military, and you have reserve, and yeah. you you're in the reserve. Yeah. So that means you weren't like living on bases and all this stuff, and make that wasn't your career. Well, my unit went to Iraq three times already. So in that oh. in that span, they already maxed out. So, so how come got, you didn't go with them? Is it because you joined after they came I joined, back? I joined. Yeah, I joined after. So when they attached me to that unit, um, I actually signed up, and then they're like, "No, this unit." isn't gonna go anymore for the next, uh, I don't know how long the term was before it start, starts to rotation again. Were you bummed out? Is that when you went, phew? No, no, in the book, no, no, I first signed up and then when I came back, when I came back and told my mom and my dad, they were like, are you fucking stupid? We only have you. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I, you know, when you're like 18, you're just so fucking gun ho you wanna do everything. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, But you just be like, no, don't worry, I'm a supply guy. But you still get bombed and shit. <laughs> that's true, they, they're the ones that actually got shot yeah, up, yeah. blowed up the most. Yeah. If you're the radar guy, you're good though. The radar guys always get support. <laughs> the guy, go like, guy with the phone. The radio guy? The guy who's always like, where is everybody? Where the hell are you? <laughs> we need backup. We need air support. And then you hear boom, and then you see the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and then he turns around. He's like, "There's no one coming. There's no Jeez. one coming." Field radio no operators—they—they're in the front lines all the time. It's—they're tough. Yeah. They're the guys that get blown up, and someone else has to pick up the phone and fucking. And yeah. Fucking, <laughs> no, that's not me. I'm not Dennis. No, Kevin. Yeah, no, no, you can't come to the phone. Like, I got stuff you know. You have a cold? Yeah, I got kind of a cold. <laughs> yeah, so even with that, I felt like um, that I don't feel like I'm really in the community, you know, mm -hmm. even though I am. But it just isn't, it just never felt that way. But it wasn't until like maybe even a year or two years ago where I was like, man, life is just life, dude. You just mm -hmm. do things. Yeah. And there's no, and everyone's perspective is fucking different. Like I talked to my buddies that are in like special operations. They're like, dude, you served and that's your part of, I'm like, oh, thanks man, that's so cool. <laughs> you know, it just feels like, it's just, just part of life. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I feel this way because I was like, you know, tuber, tuber boy, and then I do a movie and shit. And like, dude, there are people who live in LA 
now who've been in there my whole time I've been alive who've never been in a fucking movie I got to do a movie like right away and the fact that like I got afforded that opportunity and I wasn't really an actor like not really a fucking actor like I didn't spend a lot of time in acting classes like grinding doing all the shit that these guys do like which I respect so much yeah like you guys know because I had you guys go to that lady and she's like fucking amazing and like even I'm like what like who I, I've been in a movie and I'm like I can't believe how hard acting is, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like Real acting. Yeah, real acting. So it's like, you know, the, but I was in a comedy movie, but still, I just, there's a part of me that definitely feels bad because somebody else out yeah. there did, never got that opportunity. And for me, it wasn't even like necessarily what I was going for at the time. It was just something that happened that was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm just trying to be- Which is life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but you do feel that way. You do feel like that little bit of guilt sometimes. But would you argue that you might think that it just happened, but in reality, you know that it's like you had something to offer. And something like everything that you had done in your life had brought you to that moment of opportunity. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I mean, and you, sure. you could have also mm. squandered it too. Cause I've seen so many times, like we've all seen people who get opportunities and then they yeah. fuck it up completely. Yeah, you so, never know. You never know. I yeah. mean, cause it's not like I sit here and go, well, and I won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where you, you, you don't, love everything that you did either yeah. so you, you because of all that too you're not you're, i'm like, not sitting here beating my dick to it or anything yeah i feel you like I, I feel like a part of imposter syndrome also comes from just being hard on yourself too yeah yeah you know true. you're just like mm, did i actually work that hard or did i do whatever and i think that that's part of it too all right this has been enough for being real well let's get back to getting funny after this all right <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.